Welcome to Haul 'em In Fishing, the fastest growing Southwest Florida fishing podcast. From the backcountry of Estero Bay to the offshore waters of the Gulf of Mexico, from our dock of the bay studios. Haul 'em In Fishing brings you the latest fishing reports, strategies, and expert tips from the area's top guides, taking you on the water from 2 to 200 feet deep, revealing their tricks of the trade, and helping you fish just like a professional angler. Let's head down to the dock for some fishing talk. With your host of Hallam in Fishing, Captain Scott Hall. Welcome, folks, to this episode of Hallam in Fishing. And uh, as you know, we've suspended our programming for the last week or so on Hallam in Fishing because of the hurricane, Hurricane Irma, uh, who we really didn't know where it was going to go, what it was going to do. Uh, we're going to hit the East Coast captains that we have on the show and then kind of moved across to the west coast and uh, i'm going to bring you a few reports today the day after the storm here we're recording this uh podcast episode so i'm going to take you first to uh, captain neil eisner who uh made the evacuation up to north carolina and that's where he's located today and uh, he's up there waiting it out and uh, waiting to get back uh, to fort myers beach where his uh, home home base is there how you doing out there neil oh i'm doing just great uh got spared a lot of uh uh, bad things, thank God. Everybody, all our captains are in good shape, and our boats are all in good shape. But uh, I definitely left on Tuesday. I had my last charter, and I uh, got in about 11. And by 3 o'clock, 3.30, I was on the road. I got family up in the Carolinas, so and they're inland, so I just decided to uh, make the trip up here and wait it out. We got a little bit of wind, but uh, I'm, you know, a block away from the Gulf, and a half a block away from the bay. So I figured, you know, it's not a good spot to be, especially well, with that surge <laughs> they were calling for. You know, Neil, I, I have to admire you for heeding the uh, the advice of oh. the folks there because uh, so many people I know stayed. And uh, on a barrier island where you're talking a 15-foot storm surge possibility and mm, winds yeah. over 100 miles an hour, that's a dangerous thing to do. And, uh, Neil, uh, you were smart to get out of there, I think, and move your way up and, you mm-hmm. know, the nice thing is, like you said, you got a boat to go back to now, which we didn't think you were going to yeah. have when you and I talked this week. No, I was a little worried. I was, <laughs> I was a little depressed earlier in the week, and my sister said, well, do something positive. I said, well, I guess I could look for new boats to buy. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so that, I, I turned a negative into a positive. That's a positive and I'm spin. Looking forward, I'm looking forward to getting home. Well, who have you, you know, you've talked to some people, I'm sure, down there. Uh, what kind of reports are you getting out of uh, your area in Fort Myers Beach right now? Well, I've talked to all the guys, and basically, the beach was pretty much spared. It seems like the storm was worse inland in the Bonita Beach area, uh, up around 41, and the beach got uh, not much damage at all. There was just a few uh, branches down, nothing you would even uh, blink an eye at, and uh, some... Uh, local side street uh, flooding, which whenever it rains, those side streets get flooded a little bit, but not where it's impassable. And uh, I know they opened up the bridges back onto the beach at noon today. Well, I know my uh, former house down there on the beach uh, that I had is a 1947 mm-hmm. home. Uh, it was built in 47 and uh, on pilings, and it, it withstood mm-hmm. it as well. It's still standing, so, uh, you know... Sounds like uh, Fort Myers Beach definitely dodged the bullet at, uh, when it made uh-huh. that little jog off uh, inland there. And, you know, we feel for the Marco, folks, yeah. certainly in Marco and uh, Naples, Naples area and that, that, yeah. that took the brunt of the storm. And then also can't forget uh, down where uh, Captain Jack Carlson is uh, 
of Two Conk Charters, one of our contributors here, and I, I've yet to be able to uh, talk to him. I briefly talk text with him, him and uh, you know, we text with him yesterday, and he is okay and everything. Uh, he did evacuate the keys, but I'm sure he's back in there today assessing the damage to his uh, businesses and boats and all those things. So, uh, you know, a tough well, time. Think, tough I, time. Yeah. I think uh, he, I think his place is over there on Kujo Key, and uh, I did see a picture of a trailer over there being blown apart. But really, it's been hard to see anything down in the Keys what went on. So that got to be pretty rough right now. Absolutely. He did the right thing. Yeah. Then you told me he wasn't thinking of leaving, and then he decided at the last minute he better get out. Yeah, I think he made the right move there as well. And, you know, it's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you can't, you just can't be on an island in a hurricane th- this size. This is uh, one of five in the nation since the 1800s have been that large as it uh, came ashore. Mm-hmm. So, uh, certainly a major event. And, you know, one thing I will say from living in the state of Florida, and I'm sure you'll agree with me, the state of Florida does it right. Uh, when it comes to these storms, I mean, you have ample information, lead time to get out, and uh, they work their hardest to get fuel in for people and shelters and things for those who couldn't make it out. And I think they did a remarkable job of putting that together here. I think the governor did uh, should be commended. I think he did a great job. Yeah, and, it, you know, it's hard. Save lives. When people lose their amenities, don't you think? I mean, when they lose all the things they're used to having, whether it just be running water, ice, uh, you know, the the simple things in life that we all take for granted, it gets a little difficult. And uh, then the more and more and the longer that goes on without power, water, ice, uh, it tends to get a little worse. So it, the the storm may not be over yet down there, depending on how much infrastructure damage there was to the power grid and how mm-hmm. long they're going to be, uh, you know, out of service, so to speak. Well, I'm going to head out of here tomorrow. It's a two-day drive for me. And I'm just going back basically to pitch in and lend a helping hand wherever I'm needed, uh, whether it be inland or I have a lot of friends uh, up and down the coast. So uh, I'm going to be back there and just give my support and do whatever I can do to make somebody's life a little easier. All right. Well, Neil, thanks so much for joining us today uh, here on uh, this September 11th and uh, 2017, uh, the day after Mm -hmm. the hurricane in Florida and ironically the day after uh, Hurricane Donna hit in Florida in 1960, the exact same day, same track, same path. Uh, kind of very, very spooky there, but uh, yeah. did did serious damage. But back in that time, the Fort Myers Beach area only had about a hundred thousand people living in it. Uh, now, well over three million people down your way. So, a uh, crowded mm-hmm. place to evacuate all those folks. Neil, I'm glad you're safe, and thanks for joining us today on the air. We're going to get to some other captains here and uh, folks that are contributors to our show, and see if we can connect with them as well. Thank you. All right, Neil. Take care. We'll see you soon. We'll be right back, folks. Here on Holloman Fishing. It's not just a donation. It's a warm blanket. It's a bottle of clean water. It's a roof and a bed. It's knowing someone cares. It's feeling safe. He said today that's better than yesterday. Every dollar you can spare helps so much more than you can imagine. Please donate now at redcross.org or call 1-800-RED-CROSS to help people affected by Hurricane Irma. Your support is urgently needed. Well, I'm joined right now by Debbie Hansen, and uh, Debbie uh, was uh, riding the storm out, so to speak, uh, up there in Ormond Beach, Florida, and normally she's down in the uh, Fort Myers area and uh, Fort Myers Beach area. And Debbie, how you doing out there? How you weathering this thing? 
Doing okay. Really grateful this morning, Captain Scott. And we, my husband and I, we got out of town early as well. We got out of town on Wednesday and started driving up this way towards Ormond Beach and took the back roads because we knew 75 was going to be really congested considering the evacuation and all of the people that were trying to get out of South Florida. So, you know, of course, and and all of these challenges and and in trying situations like this and you know given the amount of the sheer amount of people that were trying to either leave the state or at least go farther north in the state um you know you certainly get to see and come across a lot of really positive things (laughs) there's really you know sometimes some good things that can come out of some pretty trying circumstances and and when Greg and I started driving up to Ormond Beach, we had a really, you know, positive experience. We stopped at um, the Florida Bass Conservation Center, actually, <laughs> which is in Webster, Florida, which many people probably aren't even familiar with where Webster is. But um, it's, I don't know if, if anyone knows where the villages are in Florida, it's, um, you know, just basically about an hour from where we are in Ormond beach. And that would be, um, you know, of course, West and a little bit South. And, um, when we came up through the center of the state and we just, we figured we would stop there only because it was on our way and we were taking the back roads and they have a visitor center there that I had been to before. And we weren't of course, even sure if they were going to be open much less if they would be willing to, let us come in and walk through the facility, especially since we had our dog. (laughs) But um, Rick Stout, who is the hatchery manager, of course, like welcomed us in with open arms and um, his receptionist, both he and his receptionist were, you know, just really hospitable and said, of course, that, you know, if, if we needed anything or if the storm took a turn and we needed to take shelter there, I mean, they, they offered, I guess the conservation center was, equipped to withstand winds up to 130 miles an hour. So, you know, it's just, you come across people who are willing to lend a hand and who are just really, like I said, doing whatever it takes to help people out. And this was certainly no exception. So, you know, here we are evacuating and trying to make lemonade out of lemons and we and were you, able and to, you did. You know, we did. We did. You Greg did. was able to tour the facility. And, you know, of course, we we didn't stay very long because we wanted to keep moving. But it was the first time he had a chance to visit and see. And, you know, for people that haven't been, I would highly recommend it. It's a fantastic experience, particularly for kids, because you really get to see you know, the stages and exactly how much biology and research goes into, you know, the rearing of these fish and, you know, where they stock them and how diligent they are about keeping the genetics of these fish preserved. Um, So, you know, just a great experience. And like I said, great people. Um, And it just, yeah, I mean, there's nothing else to say other than it's just you you come across a lot of people who really are just genuinely willing to help out and open their doors and offer whatever assistance they can and that was certainly true of all the folks there at the conservation center on wednesday when we came through well you know uh, i think in in my experiences with these type of events uh, across the country 
it does bring out the best in most folks. I, you know, people really band together, help each other, and it becomes a neighbor's helping neighbors, whether you're really their neighbor or not. Uh, these people are helping, and you know that's what we're seeing right now. And Florida is still not out of the woods here, folks. Uh, you know, we're talking here with Debbie the day after this event. This is September 11th, and you know, it was a day that 17, basically 16 years ago, I should say, brought the country together. And uh, you know, again, Florida coming together today, and they're working hard to dig out. And there are many places in Florida that are digging out, even though the beaches were spared in a lot of places. The inland communities that had large trees, tall trees. Uh, our contributor, Captain Alex, that uh, you all are uh, good friends with, you know, he's down there digging out his house. But his thing is, he's thankful that his house is still intact. You know, and uh, that's a blessing in itself, don't you think, Debbie? Absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, there's, there's two ways you can look at these circumstances and, you know, sure there is some damage. There is going to be, you know, down trees and power lines and people are going to be inconvenienced without power. But, you know, I mean, we really were fortunate in this particular situation. And I think it really gave everyone an opportunity to see just how, how quickly, um, you know, people could respond and react to, you know, the technology that we have that allows us to know when these, you know, weather systems that can be, you know, catastrophic are coming through. So, you know, essentially we had about, you know, a week notice um, to prepare and to make plans whether or not we were going to evacuate or you know, hunker down. Um, I'd so, like to, you know, I'd like to have a dollar for every time I've heard the term hunker down in the last 48 right, hours. The right? past, over the past week. <laughs> that's that ought to be trend, <laughs> trending on every site, right? Hashtag hunker down because that's what was going on everywhere. And, and, you know, Debbie, the theme of the whole thing across the state of Florida, and I, I think it was true in Texas as well, but the state of Florida was very prepared and they are very prepared for these type of events from the state emergency operations center down to the local first responder who's hitting the streets right after the hurricane blows through. These people are professionals. They're doing a great job and they're out there helping people. And you know, that's all, that's what it's all about. And again, you, you see neighbors helping neighbors. You see people today all over the media, you know, with chainsaws, helping people cut trees off their homes and remove debris and all that. And it does bring people together. Absolutely. I, I, I couldn't agree more. So, yeah, well, the bottom line is out of every challenge comes, you know, not only perseverance, but, you know, the opportunity to see how good, you know, most people really are and how much people are willing to help and lend a hand and band together. So, we yeah, look, we made it through. We're going to be Florida strong. <laughs> we look forward to your future contributions to our Holloman Fishing Report here, Debbie, and other other shows that we do. And, uh, you know, let's get back out there. Let's get those motors running, get the debris cleared out of the water, and uh, let's get those motors running again and kayaks out there, and let's start fishing. And uh, we'll give these folks something to talk about and show how for- Florida bounces back from these events, okay? Amen. All right. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're going to let you get back to it. I know you're busy. I know you have a lot to do. We're going to join a few more captains this afternoon, Debbie, and uh, talk to them. So thank you again for being with us and sharing your experience here from Hurricane Irma. No problem. Take care, Captain Scott. We'll talk to you soon. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after these messages here on Holloman Fishing. The American Red Cross urgently needs blood and platelet donations and asks donors to schedule an appointment to give now. Your blood donation matters to the patients counting on life-saving transfusions. 
visit redcrossblood.org. Welcome back to the program today, guys. Our uh, Hurricane Irma report here. We're doing our post-Hurricane uh, Irma report, and with me is Captain Alex Delinsky down in the Fort Myers Beach, Bonita Springs area. How you doing today, Alex? You getting through this? I, I'm doing well, doing well. Glad, glad to have a, a home with a roof and four walls. So yeah, um, if, you, if you have that, you, you've made out well. Definitely. So. Sounds like our buddy Jack took a pretty big hit down in the Keys, don't you think? Yeah, you know, uh, it, it hit about center in the Keys, which is Marathon, uh, and it went 50 miles each direction of that, I'd say, was the worst area. There's roads out down there that are completely gone that you can't, you couldn't get through with a tank, um, uh, you know, because the roads are right next to the water down there. So they took it a really bad hit as a Cat 5 they're still underwater. I was talking with a friend down there. Now they're not even letting residents in. They're figuring three, four weeks before they even let residents back. Um, wow. Then I came across the Gulf and, you know, hit Marco, which is basically due north of Key West, on uh, still a Cat Five, and then came up through Marco, Naples, Fort Myers, Benita, where I'm at, and slowly lost power as it went up towards Tampa, and then up toward the middle of the state and up into, I guess, the Carolinas now. And, and we both got a lot of friends in the Keys and Marco in that area, and, uh, you know, our thoughts and prayers go out to them as they rebuild here and try to uh, try to regroup after this storm. And uh, fortunately for your area, I mean, you had damage, obviously, in Bonita Springs and that, but fortunately for where you work and uh, you and Captain Neal out of uh, Fishtail Marina there, uh, they, they kind of dodged a, a big bullet. Oh, big time. You know, whenever the, whenever a hurricane can go, um, east of you, that's the side you want to be on if you have a choice and that, you know, that's what happened. So, uh, yeah, Fort Myers beach, um, was spared, you know, there's minimal damage out there. I was just there about a half hour ago. All the structures are up, you know, and you got the your trees and power lines down, but you know, within a week or two, they'll have that, that up and probably everybody running at minimal, um, I live about 15, 20 miles inland in Bonita Springs, and you know the uh, eye wall went right over my house, and uh, literally, and, and to put it in perspective, that eye wall was probably, when it hit us, from what I understand, about 75 to 115 miles wide, and the storm itself was still 400 miles wide. You know, Florida is only about 100 miles wide, and and, and about 400 miles from top to bottom, north to south. So um, most hurricanes that I've experienced, they hit a half hour to an hour, they're gone. You know, this was an all-day, eight- to ten-hour uh, event when it hit you. And uh, that's that's what does the damage And because, you know, the winds just keep blowing and blowing and don't stop. Well, Alex, one thing we've kind of focused on today with uh, Debbie and with Neil earlier is the fact that, you know, number one, the state of Florida is very prepared for all this. But, you know, I want to take it down to the local level and talk about I I saw some postings you did immediately following the storm about, you know, how how blessed you were to have a house and those kind of things. And also that you had neighbors helping neighbors there, people helping you to to dig into your house, which would have taken you hours. And they're moving with heavy equipment in there and moving uh trees off your property and things so you can get to your house and I, I just find that to be the best thing that comes out of one of these events exactly you know we just we we, we evacuated about an hour north under normal circumstances it took us about two hours to get home you know so double the time for the for that short distance and when we pulled in our driveway you know I, we have two acres i probably have two 250 trees on it 
Um, and I'd say 85% of those trees are gone and down and, you know, or need to come down. And yeah, from my road to my house is probably 50 yards back and you couldn't even see the house. That's how many trees were there and you just couldn't get to it. Wow. I can't, so, you know, imagine. we were a little overwhelmed from, from, you know, a week of prepping for it and then dealing with it. And, and then, yeah, just as I pull out my chainsaw out of my truck, that, that big old John Deere commercial type farm tractor comes up with somebody I don't even know comes right up, just whips in the driveway and says, I'm going to clear you away and just get out of my way. And, hmm. you know, he spent 45 minutes doing that. And what he did in 45 minutes would have took me probably a week and a half to do, um, and, you know, you know, to, I, to tell the people out there listening, and we have a lot of folks that listen to you guys on these fishing reports every week. And they, they feel like I know some of them have followed you on your own personal pages, even and all that. And they feel like they know you guys. So, what I want to say about Captain Alex here and our team of captains is uh, yesterday when all this is going on at his house, when he's in distress, basically getting into his house and everything else, uh, he he posts on his social media page that if anyone needs help, here's my phone number, call me. And I, I find that also to be very rewarding for the people we deal with and work with here on uh, our Florida Fishing Report, Alex. And thank you for doing yeah. that. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I can tell you, it, sometimes it takes an event like this to make people realize, you know, that p- people matter, not your, not necessarily your job or your car, what kind of car you drive, what kind of boat you own. Well, you know, you know people and stuff like that. That's funny you said that. Yesterday, I uh, I made a little uh, post and tweet out there about uh, you know September 11th and. 9-11 back uh, 16 years ago uh, was an event that brought the nation together, whether, you know, no matter what your ethnic background was, your religious background, political beliefs, everybody joined together. And it's unfortunate that it takes those type of events uh, to bring our country back into perspective sometimes and realize it, it truly down to the grassroots of neighbors helping neighbors. And that's what, uh, absolutely, what absolutely. you guys are doing down there. And, and Florida is very resilient. They bounce back from these events. And I can tell you, if you're worried about uh, your you know seasonal fishing trips and things like that, these guys are going to be running them out of their marinas down there. Absolutely. That's, that's what and that, you know, that's, doing. That's one thing, you know, a lot of people have called from, you know, my customers from around the country and out of the country and, you know, hey, what we can do, what can we do? And the first thing I like to tell them is, you know, keep an eye on us when, when, when Fort Myers Beach, which is where most of them boat out of, is back up and running in a couple of weeks. Don't cancel your plans. You know, if, you, if you're, your place of where you're staying is still there, come because, you know, from, from a captain, I make my living on a boat. You know, I haven't boated in two weeks. I probably won't have a charter for another two or three to a restaurant that's been closed to a week to whatever. And, and, you know, this is our slower time of the year where we don't make a lot of money anyway. So losing potentially a month of business is going to hurt a lot of people. So um, the biggest help, you know, from from out-of-staters and visitors is coming back and, you know, and, and, and you know, coming down here living and spending their money. And, and it'd be a good thing for them to see you know, what it is and what really happened because, you know, you pictures put no perspective on what really it is to you walk on that property or you walk there. So, you know, again, make sure that wherever you're coming is safe and good and, and and come on down Uh, infrastructure. Everything will be back on probably in a couple of weeks. Restaurants are opening today. You know, one here, one there as they get electric and uh, we'll be ready for business again. Well, and folks out there listening, think about that. You know, uh, what Captain Alex said, they're very true words. Support these people. They need your support. And sometimes the support is not in sending box loads of things. They've got supplies, many of them. 
uh, you know, don't send clothing and things like that uh, at, at times to places that weren't ravaged by the, the hurricane. Right. You right. know, uh, you know, the monetary donations are great to all the supporting agencies and people that help. But the best way you can support these folks is come back and do business with them because that's what they are. They're business people and they're kind folks and they work hard. And, you know, many of them work hard for the love of what they do and they, they don't make a lot of money at it. And, uh, you know, like Alex said, this uh, month could be really uh, tough on many of them, especially the restaurant owners who just, you know, squeak by in the summer months down there in southwest Florida just to, to carry them yep. through to that seasonal time. So. Yeah, a lot of us, you know, restaurants, uh, captains, you know, and firsthand I can tell you that, you know, we run at a negative. In other words, you know, like for me, Last month and this month, I, I've spent more to keep my business there than I made. And that's before the storm even hits. And that's part of being down in Florida in normal circumstances. Right. And we know how to deal with that. But when you get something like this thrown at you, um, it, you know, it can really hurt because you have a lot of expenditures just trying to survive and, you know, buying generators and, and things and stuff like that. So, yeah. And, and, you know, there's a lot of help on the onset and, and it's beautiful and, it, and, it, and it's great and we appreciate it. But, you know, afterward you know a month or two down the road or months down the road um that help is, is just as helpful and crucial as it is today right and well alex you know we're gonna let you go we know you have lots lots of work to do down there and uh helping people and rebuilding some of the things uh, in your infrastructure your own personal infrastructure there uh, is very important i do want to say though i am so happy that uh, you uh captain Neil, obviously, that contributes to our show there in Fort Myers Beach, Captain Steve, Captain Scott, and Scott, Captain Bill, Captain John, Captain Chris, Sam, all the guys out of Fishtail Marina uh, actually you know, dodged this, and their boats are okay. Absolutely, and they're gonna and get Fishtail back looks great. We, we had no damage, no wind damage, no water damage. And I've seen all our friends from Fishtail check in, so it looks like everybody's good there too, and had minimal Absolutely. damage to their home. So, you know, that's uh, that's all you can ask for in an event that was coming at the beach and gusting in Naples at 142 miles per hour. That's a severe storm, folks. If you've never yes, been, it in, is. even the tropical storm force winds will scare you. And uh, I can't imagine 142 mile an hour wind. Yeah, it's, for eight to ten hours, that's the yeah. key, one of the keys. Eight, you know, that's a long time. That wiggles those so, trees for a long time, doesn't it? Until they finally that's it. go. That's all it. Right. Well, Alex, thank you so much. We'll let you get back to it. We'll look forward to you checking back in with us. We'll have Alex on the uh, Florida Fishing Report. And uh, I want you to get back out there, get fishing, so we can talk about something other than a hurricane. Sound good? You got it. Uh, thank you, guys, and uh, God bless. All right, Alex, thanks. We'll be right back, guys, right. after these All messages right. uh, here on Holloman Fishing's Florida Fishing Report, special report on Hurricane Irma and the aftermath. It's not just a donation. It's a warm blanket. It's a bottle of clean water. It's a roof and a bed. Please donate now at redcross.org or call 1-800-RED-CROSS to help people affected by Hurricane Irma. Well, that's going to wrap up our show today on the aftermath of Hurricane Irma. And uh, we wish we would have been able to get all of our captains on. But frankly, right now, uh, in certain areas of the state, uh, there is literally zero cell phone coverage. And one of those being uh, Captain Jack Carlson down in the Keys. I've been communicating with him via some text messages and uh, internet messages and things, but uh, he is doing fine. I want to assure all our listeners that he's in in good shape. His business, Big Time Bait and Tackle, took a hit. Going to take a lot of work to rebuild and get that uh, back up and running. But also uh, his fleet of uh, vessels down there, the boats are in fairly good shape, he says. So uh, that's 
that's a blessing for him. And as if you've seen any of the photos coming out of the Keys, you know it's going to be a long recovery in uh, the Key area down there, especially uh, where Jack's located in Marathon, uh, Florida. So our thoughts and prayers are out to him and the rest of our uh, state of Florida and all the the folks out there who are enduring this uh, hurricane. Uh, you may not have seen a lot of the damage yet. Uh, I've seen a lot of photos, and I can tell you that it's not, not good in a lot of places. And uh, Again, we couldn't uh, reach Andrew Stansel. We have heard from him, uh, Captain Andrew, up the Indian River area in Titusville, and uh, he said he is fine, uh, very busy, kind of cutting trees, doing things like that, trying to get access uh, to properties and so on up there. And uh, Dominic also checked in with us on uh, Facebook. However, he has limited uh, cell coverage as well, and we couldn't get him on the show today, but uh, Captain Dominic Hicks in, in Pensacola up there, so... Uh, Again, guys, uh, we, we appreciate the contributors on the show. We appreciate all of them. They've got a, a recovery. And if there's one thing I can tell you here that these folks need, and uh, certainly, you know, there's a lot of groups out there that are asking for monetary donations. They're asking for, uh, you know, you to send things, water, food, those kind of things down there. But one thing these people are going to need in the long term, when this is all forgotten on the media and everything else, is they're going to need your support. They're going to need you to come back. They're going to need you to take fishing charters. They're going to need you to come to the beach, go to the restaurants, do all those things to help patronize the businesses and get them back on their feet. Because frankly, they're going to lose some time here. Uh, some of them are going to lose weeks. Some of them are going to lose months. And uh, that kind of income, uh, you know, think about that in your own life if you lost that kind of income, especially when you're uh, working a business that uh, certainly relies on what's called seasonal business and tourist business. So, our hearts go out to everybody in the state of Florida and certainly uh, haven't forgotten about Texas as well and uh, just all kinds of stuff going on out there right now. And Florida is a tough state. And uh, as we said earlier in the program, if there's one thing we can say about the state of Florida is their emergency preparation and operations is very good. Uh, they will take care of uh, people down there and they're working hard to get the right supplies and the right fuel trucks in and all those things. So it's only been a few days, so be patient, folks. If you're listening uh, to this on the internet, uh, some of you have internet capability, but you don't have cell coverage out. Uh, again, our hearts go out to you. So, folks, we'll bring you back to regular programming here on Holloman Fishing as soon as our captains are back up and running. We'll continue to provide special reports from those captains as soon as we can get them on the air with you here. And I know uh, Jack's tried a couple times down there in the Keys, Captain Jack, to uh, to reach us, and it's just not working. The cell's just not working well. So. As soon as he can call in, we'll get him on the uh, program as well as Andrew and Dominic uh, up there in the Panhandle and the East Coast area. Our Southwest Florida captains, we're glad you kind of dodged the bullet there, uh, at least on the coastline where your boats are uh, located. I know inland a few miles, it was a, a tough break for all of them. So we'll be back with you, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, as soon as uh, we can get the captains up and running here on Hall of Men Fishing. And uh, like I said before, I just uh, I'm heartbroken to see the images and things, especially coming out of the keys and the damage down there. So uh, we'll check in with you soon. And folks, if you can help in any way, do so. Uh, these folks will appreciate it very much. Signing off for now, Captain Scott Hall, Hall of Men Fishing on Hall Around Town Radio. <laughs>